This podcast is brought to you by Online Dating. Online Dating. Come find me. Oh, my God. <laughs> that bitch is a psycho. I wonder if she ever found somebody. You are now entered with all three. That's from the eHarmony commercial. Has a girl at the end that says something about coming, come find her or something. Yeah. <laughs> In the scariest voice. Nothing wrong with online dating. It's like they try to find a beautiful person, but you know that chick is batshit crazy. And that's why she qualified for the commercial. Hmm. Yeah, she did have the crazy eyes. Crazy eyes killer. Crazy eyes. So, um... Hey guys! Welcome to another episode of Downtown Rats. We, we are not in the studio right now. We are in our apartment still. One more week. Woo! It's I Power and uh, Ali. Ali No Boat Piva. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you got a name on this now. It's it's pretty legit. You actually were on a boat on Friday. Uh yeah. How was it? <laughs> Did it feel good not to own it? Uh, I mean. It felt good to be on a boat. It was very weird. It was docked, though. It wasn't like I went traveling on a boat. Eh. You're halfway there. It's like being at the Tipsy Seagull or some shit. No. Or off the hook. You know, you're still... It's a lot better than being at a bar on the water. A lot better? Yeah. Because it's a boat. Right. (laughs) I've never really really spent any time on a boat. I, I remember going out on a sailboat with, like, my dad's friends at age 12, and I got seasick, and I haven't really been since besides a cruise yeah i fucking hate cruises i don't really like boats honestly i've been trying to talk Allie into going on a cruise forever cruises are so uh uh you know there's morgues on cruises do you know that no yeah (laughs) i did not know that (laughs) yeah so you sure that's not where they keep like the ice cream and stuff no it's a different freezer no there's literally when they design cruise ships there's morgues on cruises. You talk to like an architect that designs yes. cruise ships? Really? Yes. How many bodies does it typically fit? I don't freaking know. Like, did I, I just have that. like one isolated incident or does it have but enough room for like a guy, fucking... Imagine being like the mortician on a cruise ship. You just go on cruises all the time and then like maybe one day someone dies. Yeah, that motherfucker's dead. Well, how about that mortician on the cruise uh, when people just kept dropping dead on cruises last year on Carnival or whatever? What? Remember, like, Carnival had, like, 11 different cruise deaths, like... On... No? Yeah. Oh, maybe you can look into that. Or maybe I'm tripping, but I'm pretty sure, like, it got real sketchy on the Carnival cruise ships. That's so scary. And I wonder if it was, like, the same mortician. Like, See, I don't fuck... Okay, once again, I don't <laughs> fuck with cruises. Thank you for solidifying that. No, it's like you're, you're trapped on... Like, not only are you not getting any culture besides... Eating and drinking as much as you can. That's culture. No, it's fucking not. You ever try a Greek salad? Yeah. You ever been to Greece? No, no, no. You know what I want to do? I want to fly a plane straight to a place, takes whatever amount of time it gets there, you get there, you're fucking fully immersed. 
on a cruise, it's like 10 days you're trapped on a boat. Not May- trapped. Maybe you... You have where, a couple where, days at where sea. Where can you go? Where can you go when you're, when you're on a cruise? When you're at the dock, you can where go can wherever you, go? you want. Yeah, when you're when you're docked for two days. Yeah. You need to hang. But what happens when you're on the boat, Ian? You're trapped on the boat. It's not considered Am I trapped. Wrong? It, you are trapped. You're trapped. The boat's so big, you don't feel trapped. It's massive. Mm. You could walk I around all day differ. and not get old. It would not get old. Walk around all day. You can gamble. You can dance. You can go to a comedy show. Yeah, eat. but if you go to a city, you can walk around more. Yeah, but you don't even have to take an Uber back to the room because you're in the city. And you're immersed in freaking yeah. culture. What culture? Not a cruise ship culture. Like a different. You can go into a different culture. Even here to freaking California, different culture. Like yeah. you don't understand what I'm saying. But isn't it great to just have, like, bottomless mimosas on a boat and then to get off a couple days no. later and you're in a fucking lit-ass island? Yeah, no. And then you go to, like, three more lit islands and then you take a boat back and you recover okay, for the last what? couple days? No, no, no. What, uh, what cruise are you going on that you get to go to three islands? A lot of them. It must be, like, a 15-day cruise. No. You take a cruise out of Miami, you can go to... Like, I remember I went to, like, the Bahamas, Key West, and some okay, other random spot. You took a cruise to Miami? I flew into Miami, and then I took a cruise out Why of Miami. Why didn't you just fucking stay in Miami? Because I was, like, 19. Something to do for kids that are 19 in Miami. Except for, like, go to Hooters. We yeah. did that. Oh, wow. We went to Hooters in Miami. Yeah, I remember when, like, everyone was younger, they were, like, obsessed with Hooters, and then you get older, and you're like, meh. I literally remember, like, going into a Hooters when we were on vacation, like, making my parents, like, Austin, Ryan, Aaron, and I all wanted Hooters t-shirts, and we, like, literally made our parents go into fucking Hooters just to buy us t-shirts. We didn't even dine in. My mom, like, bought us two t-shirts with a fucking traveler's check. (laughs) I was incredibly uncomfortable in Hooters. I felt like we were just watching the game. Yeah, I know. Drinking we, a couple beers I know we were with the homies. The game, but our waitress's nipple was literally half out of her shirt, so every time she came over, I was I had to like look at the sky. I didn't <laughs> notice. You know why? I know you didn't notice. Because I'm a good person. You're respectable. I'm a I respectful guess, guy. Because I'm the pervert. Yeah. So, sorry for watching the game. Steph Curry was dropping threes. We had just left the Heat game. Yeah. And their wings weren't even that good, honestly. They were dry. It's gross. The, I'd say Hooters wings are better than Buffalo Wild Wings, though. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. No? I don't know. Hmm. Where's, like, the best corporate wing? Around here? In general. I really like Wings Over. I know you hate Wings Over, but... No, I don't hate Wings Over. I, I don't hate it, but... Wings Over delivered is substantially worse quality than Wings Over when you get it out of the fucking store. Because I don't, I don't know. They don't have enough drivers on, so you get some cold ass waffle fries after you just paid like forty seven dollars. The worst, you know, what I don't like about Wings Over is the fact that I never know what the fuck I'm ordering. I always have to look at the menu and it's like, oh, what's that thing I always order? And it's called like a fucking F sixteen or some shit. Like they can't just yeah. call it like. Well, a one-pound you know combo. <laughs> I just know it's a kind of airplane. That's all I know. Oh, okay. Let me get the B-19 bomber with a goddamn lemonade. No, the first time... First time I had wings over, I was really drunk at a party. 
at your at your friend's house. And I have never been to like a party when I'm that, that drunk that has platters of food. I was like amazed. That's what happens when you get old, and Allie. And I showed up and I'm just like, I had a fork and I was just like sticking it right in this huge like party platter of food. And I was just like putting it in my mouth. <laughs> Kai-Fi alumni know how to throw down. Yeah, for real. We're going off. They had plenty of chicken. Yeah, that was clutch. See, that was delicious. That was probably the best wings over experience I had. Yeah. With the exception of the one time I got it fresh, but the rest of the time it's just like kind of weird. It's sus. Boneheads and and Rose Alley are probably my favorite wings. I got beef with boneheads still. I know you have beef with boneheads. So Rose Alley is still my jam. And mind you, I cooked the Rose Alley chicken for three years. They called me the wingman because I made the chicken wings and I got the homies laid. You know what I'm saying? I was the fucking wingman. (laughs) They had all the fire flavors, which they still do. And it doesn't matter who's working in the kitchen because the quality's always there because they have a good training program. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't had the new the new wings yet. There's an all new kitchen now. So I, I did. The new one. And they were good. Oh, you did. Oh yeah, that's right. You had. Devin it. killed it. Even when Ryan came off the bench, and started cooking the wings, and he was a bartender for years. He came off the bench and started making wings every day. And you didn't even know that it was him. That's how good the training program the is. The real MVP behind the lines, behind the bar, behind the kitchen. Ryan, <laughs> your downtown contributions, <laughs> they can't be replicated, man. Uh, oh, yeah, but we got beef with, well, Ian has beef with Boneheads because uh, with the day he broke his leg, Boneheads refused to give him wings. They were like, oh, <laughs> we already maxed out our Super Bowl takeout orders. And I was like, bro. I just broke my fucking leg. Like, I'm in the hospital. Please just let me get a half pound. And he told me no. So, fuck him. Yeah. You know? That ain't right. You know what? I just went to Boneheads because that was, like, the one, like, respectable chicken place in Fall River that I knew about at the time. And, you know, like... I just went there, but every time you'd go to Boneheads, there'd be a catch. Like I'd have, I'd end up having to listen to a Bon Jovi concert or something. Like you can't just go to Boneheads and enjoy yourself. You have to get know, your ears I blasted off. Sports, honestly, that place would be. I know That's it's such like, a fucking waste. I know it's like a theme. I know it's like a theme, but honestly, they would like the atmosphere would be a lot better if they played like sports instead of like '80s music the whole time. I don't have anything wrong with '80s music at all, but. Can they stop shoving it down our throats for the love of God? Why does everywhere I go in public, I have to get forced to listen to the same goddamn 250 songs no matter what the setting is? Whoa, we're halfway there. Like I'm singing that shit to myself in the grocery store. I'm singing that shit, paying $9 for a Bud Light in a Boston bar. Like, get me away from it. (laughs) Bon Jovi, I'm sick of you, man. It's like you go down south and they're playing some hip shit. You know, we'll pull up to a bar. You think it's a nice, relaxed atmosphere. They got pinball machines and stuff. And then all of a sudden you hear T.I. come out of the jukebox. And it's like, man, the South just gets it sometimes. Yeah. There's a lot of su- stuff the South doesn't get. But, uh, yeah. you know who's a legend down South? Me. Yeah. But besides you, who's a legend down South? I have no fucking clue. James Harden is a legend. Oh. And that's who we're going to be talking about today. Tatum just Snapchatted me and took a picture of our apartment. 
Sometimes I'll just be like minding my own business. Sometimes I just shout out to Tatum. Sometimes I just be minding my own business, like trying to pour coffee or something, and I catch a homie lurking through the apartment window, like they'll be looking up at our apartment from traffic, and I want to wave and be like, "What up?" But I don't think they can see me through the window. But it's funny. He's lurking. I see y'all. Anyways. Anyways, Tom Harding. Tom Harding. James Harden. James Harding. <laughs> Harden. Harding. Harden. H A R D E N. Harden. Oh my God, my life is a lie. Not James Harding. <laughs> I've been saying he's like my second or third favorite player yeah. for like over a year now. And I fucking And I don't hate even him. know his last name. <laughs> what I've been doing is, I, I just don't want to correct you on it, you know? I, I have. The fact that you like him. I have a speech impediment. You always say that, but you just refuse to. I'm just dumb. <laughs> so, Allie loves James Harden because he scores a lot of points, but he's so goddamn selfish. He's out of shape. He'll never win a championship. Yeah, but listen, if your team sucks, you gotta be sh- selfish. Like, when LeBron James was able to win his first title, it wasn't because the Miami Heat were f- better than the Oklahoma City Thunder, because the Thunder had. Everything they could have needed. They had a solid center. They had Kevin Durant, that fucking snake, Russell Westbrook. And James Harden had one of the most embarrassing NBA finals of all time. Why? He sucked. He just constantly turned the ball over, shot the ball like crap. He was... Probably partying too hard. Yes. So, uh, that actually is very true because we're going to talk about how hard James Harden parties. That's a... Party Harden. Party Harden. So, uh, you know, basically, James Harden spent almost a million dollars in a Houston strip club one night. (laughs) One night? In one night. What was it, his birthday? Who knows? He probably was celebrating another. A million? million, Almost a million bucks. It was like $800,000. What the fuck? And. How much does he make? So he makes almost. 30-something million. So he spent about 3% of his salary. Plus, he makes money from Adidas. I think James Harden's contract's like four years, $160 million. So, needless to say, he's got some uh, extra cash to throw the ones. But, uh... You think he walked in there with $800,000 in ones? Probably. Like in a briefcase or something? <laughs> you know they called... Where, Houston, you said? Yeah. So you know, that's where... He plays for, he plays for the Rockets, but, uh, you know, obviously, like, Floyd Money Mayweather, the most successful and rich boxer of all time, he carries a million dollars around at him all, with him at all times he in his suitcase, Floyd Mayweather. Why? Because he, he's got it like that. Like, he made a quarter of a billion dollars in that fight with Conor McGregor. Uh-huh. He made, like, $250 million in one fight, so he's just, like, fucking loaded. Yeah, but why carry around it in a suitcase? Why not? Something he wants. He's got the cash. He's, uh, he's, he's got. If you get fucking robbed, you uh, moron. I don't know. He's got what we call. If f- I leave the if I leave the fucking bar with a hundred dollars, I'm I'm hiding that shit. He's got what we call fuck you money. Oh okay. So, James Harden spent that much money in a strip club, and you know how like remember when Paul Pierce got his number retired and like watched his number go up into the rafters forever, like. When you, whenever you go to the Celtics, like there's all those numbers in the rafters. Yes. Retired numbers. Well, God damn, I was just trying to explain to it. So the strip club did the same thing. So people at home might not know what retired a number means. Oh. 
But uh, sorry, people at home. So, um, damn, now you fucked me up. So they hung oh, his shirt at the strip club. So strip clubs got pretty high ceilings because they got high poles down south. You'd be seeing a bitch like go thirty-five feet up a fucking pole, and then just. How do you know that? World star. <laughs> and uh, so they put James Harden's number, hung it up in the rafters. They retired his jersey. So I guess no other athlete could ever outdo him. I don't really know what that means, or, you know, maybe no other athletes allowed in that. That's James Harden's strip club. But either way, he probably goes with other ass- athletes. Athletes, oh my god! But it's pretty impressive. I have a speech impediment. And so, athletes <laughs> actually fits. <laughs> professional athlete, professional asshole. Um, so Reddit. You ever go on Reddit at all? Yeah. You do. Yes. What do you What do you be reading about on Reddit? Literally anything I want. That's the glory of it. I was actually just on the other day looking up, um, Eric Andre has had a Reddit account and he was like answering questions from people. So that was the last thing I went on. Hmm. Interesting. So one Reddit user analyzed James Harden's performance in every NBA city to see if he could find a correlation between his statistics in the box score and the city's average strip club rating. Who rates the strip clubs, though? Is it, like, the same guy that's going around rating strip clubs, or is it, like, different? Because what if, what if people in the city that are rating strip clubs just don't like strip clubs? He used Google Analytics. He looked at the top-rated strip clubs via Google. Mm-hmm. So, mind you, I think uh, strip club ratings via Google, my business, are a little sus because, you know, who's going to go online and write a review about a strip club? Oh, uh, tons of people. I would. They took sponsored. They took sponsored ads into consideration as well. So like search engine optimization, people that paid to be at the top for like best strip clubs and fill in the city. Yeah, well, that, I mean, I guess that's how you would know if if you have the best strip club if they're making the most money. So I'm gonna give you a little synopsis, right? So it says, everybody knows James Harden has a particular affinity for Canadian ballet, aka strip clubs. After the Rockets' dismal performance in Miami and the city's reputation for being a place of high-quality tit shacks, I became increasingly curious just to see how much James Harden's vice affects his game. Clearly, it did in the 2011 NBA Finals. So here we are. I don't know what that means. Like, I was just talking about how he sucked in the NBA Finals. They played the Heat, and Miami's got the best-ranked strip clubs in the NBA cities. Oh, I thought it was affecting him positively. No. Negatively. Oh, okay, okay. So he performs his worst in the cities with the best strip clubs. Hungover James Harden sucks. You know who's a pretty good athlete? Hungover Marcus Smart. Oh, I bet. I saw Marcus Smart at a uh, Future concert in Boston his rookie year, and the Celtics happened to be playing the Cleveland Cavaliers at 105 the next day. So. Early afternoon NBA games, they got to get to the court at like 9, 10 o'clock in the morning for a shoot-around. And Mark Smart put up a career game at that point against LeBron James. Mm-hmm. So get Marcus Smart some concert tickets. He'll be out here killing shit. Anyways, basically, because he did this like a real scientific experiment too. It says, um, 
James Harden's box score declines in cities with high-quality strip clubs, according to his hypothesis. And to test, they were to analyze James Harden's performance in every NBA city and correlate with those cities the reputation for strip clubs to see if there's any discernible relationship. Methodology and Steps First, I extracted all of James Harden's game logs for the past four seasons from probasketballreference.com, cleaned up the data a little bit, and appended it into a single worksheet. Next, I filtered out all home games and all games James Harden was inactive or did not play. Poor performances were determined by six statistics, and this is kind of how you can tell if somebody had a pretty weak game or not. A Reddit user. You know his name? Um... His name was Angry Centrist. Okay. Just got to give him a shout out for doing all Yeah, this. shout out to Angry Centrist. All this research. So this is posted by Rockets user Angry Centrist. So um, poor performances were determined by six stats. Points, field goal percentage, three-point percentage, free throw percentage, assists, and turnovers. And for each of these stats, I compared James Harden's overall season average to the city-specific average. And I identified two categories of poor performance. Subpar, James Harden performed worse than the season average. And very subpar, where James Harden performed 20% worse than the season average. He then analyzed his poor performances across each of the 28 different NBA cities. And he didn't look at, um, he didn't look at home games, so no Houston. And didn't uh, and there's two teams in LA, and he distinguished the difference between Brooklyn and New York City. Strip club city rating was determined by the average Google review rating for the first ten strip clubs in each city based on a Google search. Yes, this did involve him making thirty searches for strip clubs at his working computer. So you did this at work, uh-huh. getting paid to do scientific experiments. And so yeah, so the conclusion was he had. Uh, proven a statistically significant degree that James Harden's game performance declined in cities. So, um, Miami is the best strip club city in the NBA. What is the second? Hmm. I'm going to go with D.C. Incorrect. Atlanta. Incorrect. So the second best city is Chicago. Oh boy. At an average strip club rating of 3.95. Miami. Damn, was n- they must have really bad strip clubs. 3.95 3. 3. out of 5. 3.95 is the second best? Yep, Miami was number one at 4.03. Strip club people are pretty critical, I guess. <laughs> the girls were good, but the meatballs were terrible. Like, <laughs> one star. What? Stripper kicked my ass in foosball and took my last dollar. Fuck him. Um, who is the third best strip club city in the NBA? Can you give me a hint? Mormons. Utah. Las Vegas. Salt Lake City. Oh. Salt Lake City, Utah. You said Utah, Las Vegas? <laughs> what the fuck was that? I'm so tired. <laughs> Utah, Las Vegas. So you saw... Oh, you- Utah has Mormons. I thought Las Vegas also has Mormons. But where is... Utah's right next to Nevada, huh? Yeah, kind of, but... Utah- Isn't it? Las Vegas doesn't even have an NBA team. Why not? They don't have an NBA team? 
Nope. They just have football and I'm hockey. I'm thinking of your hockey person. Shout out to Jack Dugan. <clears throat> going pro. Um, and then Los Angeles was fourth. And New Orleans was fifth. New York, Manhattan was sixth. Boston was seventh. Where does James Harden have his worst games? What what NBA city has the worst strip well, clubs? I'm gonna guess Miami because it's number one in strip clubs. Oh, where does he have the best games? Yeah, where does he have the best games? I think I said worst by accident. My bad. Where does he play his best games? I'm trying to think of like a stupid place. Um, North Carolina. So, Charlotte. so Charlotte's actually the third worst oh. strip club city. So, go further north. DC. North. It's actually the only NBA team in Canada. Oh, Toronto. Toronto has the has worst strip clubs. strip clubs. Apparently, two point nine seven was the average rating. Maybe they're just overly critical up there. So the worst, the five worst strip club cities uh, in the NBA. So where James Harden plays his best games. Um, Toronto, Cleveland, Charlotte, Minneapolis, and Milwaukee. Somehow Atlanta actually... See, this is where it gets kind of funny because Atlanta apparently is the eighth worst strip club city in the NBA. You know what my problem... How many cities are there in the NBA? 30. Or 28. 28, they said. Um, But I'm saying Atlanta, I've just... The first thing I think of when I think of Atlanta is strip clubs. Why? I don't know. Rap music. You get broads in Atlanta? I got broads in Atlanta. Twisting dope lean in a No. Um, so what I think the problem is why Atlanta's rating is 3.55 out of 5 stars is because people that go to strip clubs in Atlanta are strip club connoisseurs, and they are much more particular about their what they enjoy at these clubs. Yeah, that's what I was clubs, say. Right? I would think that the, like the the rating system is skewed. Like I I don't I, you'd have to have one person go to all the strip like a strip club connoisseur go to all the strip clubs and be like, okay, this is the rating. But how the fuck? So you said the person in second place is a three point nine five, and the one in Eighth from last is 3.55, so there's only 0. 2.5. 2.95, 2.95. Toronto's 2.95. Atlanta's 3.55. 3.55. Yeah, so a 0. There's 0.6. There's only like 20 people between them. The best is a 4. 4.03. So, so there's 0.5 from literally almost the worst to the best? That's yeah, crazy. everything's around 3.5, you know? So... James Harden has only had five subpar games in his career um, in Toronto. And in Los Angeles, he's had 12. Miami. Where's Miami on here? Miami, he has had six very subpar games. So, um, Out of how many? Doesn't so it's out of four seasons. So that would be if he played against Miami, that'd be twice in one season. So six out of his eight games were were um, very subpar. Damn. So yeah, um, I can't, I just can't believe Salt Lake City has a rating of three point nine five. That's what blew my mind. So why? Because 
Salt Lake City is like all Mormons, I thought. Yeah, what do you think they do when they're when they're taking a break from being Mormons? You think you think you can just be a Mormon for your whole life and never go to a strip club? Yeah, right. They get a taste. They keep coming back. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Too much. Um. Have you ever watched uh, 90 Day Fiance when there's like always Mormons and whenever they talk about sex, they're like, <laughs> Yeah, I had. I, I can't wait to see them naked. <laughs> yeah, I was forced to watch that show for like the first month of quarantine with you. Yes. That shit was rough. It's literally like the best. It's the best quarantine show because you're like, damn, my life sucks. And then it's just like these people that are complaining about everything that doesn't even like matter. And you're like, oh, these people's lives suck more. I guess that's true. Um, that and hoarders. True. So... It's just like, I noticed like all these famous people really like, uh, they really like um, 90 Day Fiance. And I, they're raving about it. Like, oh my God. It's hilarious. It's the best, worst television. But these fucking people are just so stupid, man. Like, it makes me angry. Well, yeah, no. So, well, some of them, it's, it's, it's cool though, because some of them it's true love. And then some of them it's just like. Yeah, he told me he had money, so that's why I'm here. And, like, you're just like, why? Why are you so dumb? Yeah, it's just bonkers. So I'm doing a little look into this document real quick, and it turns out that James Harden has had his most um, very below-average games in Boston. Boston gets in his head. Because you got that dirty water. So, overall, I mean, like, James Harden's had 14 terrible games in L.A., 14 terrible games in Chicago, 18 terrible games in Salt Lake City, 15 in Miami. And in Toronto, he's had eight bad games. In Cleveland, he's had eight bad games. In Charlotte, he's had seven bad games. Minneapolis, he's had nine bad games. Wait, what were the first ones? So basically, you. So can you exp- can you like summarize this for me? I don't get it. So it just show kind of just shows statistically that, so Miami. Miami is the best rated strip club city in the NBA. I know that we've established yes. that. So he had he's had fifteen terrible games there. Okay, well that's not that much more. Than nine. Or is it that the players are just the the players on the home team are just better because they have the best strip clubs? How about that? You didn't think of that, huh? Nah, he's probably just hungover. Think about it. You go out with your homies. I don't know. You spend almost. You spend all that money, and mind you, James Harden's getting paid very good. So. As he should. He's the best player on his team. I just found it kind of interesting. Listen, kids, you can be a ball hog if the rest of your team sucks. If you can carry the team, you have permission to hold the ball. Little Jimmy can get his feelings hurt, all right? Because guess what? At the end of the day, you'd rather have the whole team win 
then the whole team lose and have a bunch of kids feel bad, you know? It just sucks, like, watching James Harden because all he does is dribble the ball around like an asshole at the top of the key till there's, like, eight seconds left, and he shoots it right in the guy's face. He takes so many bad shots. That sounds like me when I play Uno and I hold the wild cards until the end. <laughs> That's, you're an awful person, then. I'm you, not an awful You person. and James Harden should play Uno together. Yeah, we should. Why is that awful? It's strategy. I guess. It's not a fun strategy for the other team, though. Just oh, boo-hoo. Oh, boo-hoo. I have strategy and you don't. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> um. <laughs> yes? Uh. <laughs> I thought there were going to be, like, more, like, crazy strip club stories or something. Yeah, so I was trying to find some stuff, but, you know, these guys live very private life, so they don't uh, really disclose what their activity level is like in the strip club. But I just I just find it kind of funny. It's a very interesting stat. They don't disclose what it's like, but it's pro- there's probably like 100 other people in the strip club that can videotape him. You know, you can't videotape in a strip club. Why not? I don't know. You're not supposed to. I didn't think. You just said you see videos on Worldstar of girls on, sh- on stripper pools. So. so I guess you can. <laughs> so that's a lie. <laughs> Maybe you can in Atlanta. I there you know. go. Uh, damn, my laptop fan's making a crazy noise. You know who... You know who doesn't play against their old team? Kyrie Irving, because he's a whiny little bitch. I just wanted to say that. Yeah. You know who else doesn't? Al Horford. Al, Hor- Al Horford's just an average guy, you know? Well, last season, he literally didn't play us. Like, every time we were playing against him, he would be a little bitch on the bench, and I'd be like, listen, you can't just back down from us because you know you left. I went to the Celtics with my boy Johnny C, and literally we were in the bar at like 5.30, buzzing, like, oh, I can't wait to boo the fuck out of Al Horford, and then all of a sudden, breaking news across the ESPN bottom line, Al Horford out tonight, knee soreness. Oh, yeah, I have knee soreness every day of my life, man. That shit was weak. It's awesome how much Philly hates him, too. They actually just came out with the Celtics schedule, playing Milwaukee on July 30th or 31st. I'm fucking ready. I'm not. We get to watch sports all over again, baby. Hooray! It's been a nice uh, 100-day streak of us not watching too much sports together with the exception of UFC. I'm sorry, but now we will be fully immersed for years to come. Help me. Was that the end of your thing? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I just wanted to kind of just talk about it's just a funny thing. I don't know. There's a lot of... I, I don't really... That, that data was very um, all over the place. I don't trust it, honestly. So there's a couple of conclusions. Correlation coefficient. The between average strip club rating and total number of subpar games. Given the nature of the subject matter, this would be a moderate to strong correlation. And the coefficient of determination is the average strip club rating and total number of subpar games would be 0.21. This means that James Harden's box score is 20% predictable based on the quality of a city strip clubs. If you want to look up the advanced analytics, just look up James Harden's strip club Reddit, and they have an entire Google document that maybe I'll just put in the description of this podcast for you to read yourself. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Sports. Yeah.
We like sports and we don't care who knows. What's that from? Football, 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 tennis, hockey, golf. Your boy just got his golf clubs. You ready for me to hit the course? No. Plaid pant power? That's what they call you. There's so many things that I want to buy from Dick's Sporting okay, well, Goods. No. Why don't you just get me? Why don't you just give me a Dick's gift card? Oh. For my birthday. Oh yeah. And then I can get some gloves and some golf balls. I'll see what I can do. I don't know. All right. Well, hey, and also you downtown rats. I haven't gotten any uh, bar stories yet, and I'm pretty upset about that. But. Anchor told me that we're on two other podcast networks now, too. So I think we're on all of them. Hmm. Outcast, Precast. Do we have any interesting bar stories from uh, going back to the bars? I mean, we went to the back of yesterday. We spent some guap. Ugh. That was awesome. Oh, my God. We had a great day. We spent so much money. That place, man. All right. It'll break anyway. the bank, but good-ass no, food. I think that, uh... What other bars have we gone to recently? Uh, Not off there. the hook. We haven't been to any bars. Oh, Allie danced with an old lady at off the hook. She came up to our table because we were making fun of the old guy cover band. And we came up with a name for a future cover band. You know that radio station, Cool 102? It's going to be Cool One Old Dude. Yeah. It's going to be one guy playing the acoustic <laughs> guitar. Cool One Old Dude. <laughs> He's just going to be playing uh, his songs by himself. He's going to get a few sympathy claps. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, this lady came up to the table and asked our friend if he wanted to dance. And he was like, no. And I f- and she like walked away and she looked pretty embarrassed. And I felt really bad. So I put on my mask and her, her husband wouldn't dance with her. I'm kind of pissed at that. He was just like, blah, I guess. Maybe he had bad knees or something. I guess I can't really say anything, but whatever. Janet, you know I got arthritis. <laughs> yeah, she looked like a Janet. So, uh, yeah, I asked her if she wanted to dance, and she was like, oh, yes, I love to dance. And then me and her were the only people in the whole restaurant, and we danced. Well, the, actually, the restaurant was packed, and you were and the only people dancing. That's what I said. All right. Well, I mean, we were the, whole, the only ones in the whole... The restaurant was completely packed. And we were the only ones dancing, so if you could picture that, it was, uh, it would have been more embarrassing, I guess, if I wasn't drunk, but honestly, I felt good after, you know, what are you gonna do? You just gotta make other people happy sometimes, you know? It was a very selfless act. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I, I mean, what, what harm really came to me? Oh, I was like a little embarrassed. It wasn't even that embarrassing. You were spreading sweat around, giving people a higher chance of corona. Well, I was wearing a mask. Ugh. I was wearing a mask, which Ugh. which is more than most people. Wear your fucking masks, everyone. I don't know what the problem is with that, but this thing's not going away. You can't just go everywhere and do whatever you want. Like, even when you're when you're at like restaurants and stuff, like you should ask the waitress if she's comfortable with you not wearing a mask because honestly like waitresses and like bartenders and everyone like that especially are risking their lives and i mean of course other essential workers that have been risking their lives since day one but now that bars are opening and everyone's flocking to the bars like a waitress is literally like a foot away from you and you like spitting on them when you're talking like that's just like it's 
That's just, worse than getting a lemon in the eye when you're trying to put it on your oysters. I guess. Keep your fucking fluids to yourself. Yeah, it just like, I don't know. I wor- I worked on last, I worked two Saturdays ago now. And it was like a really weird atmosphere. Like every like I could tell all the waitresses were really nervous about everything and they just weren't comfortable. Like people have to go back to work or else they lose their jobs now. Like it's not a choice anymore. Like it's not like, oh, if you're afraid of corona, stay home and don't work. No, it's not like that anymore because you lose your unemployment if that happens. Even if you don't want to get COVID, even if you live with someone that's immune deficient or you yourself are that like that, you can't say no because you have to go back to work so just be like mindful of that and don't yell at people when they want you to wear a mask and everything like that you know but it's my constitutional right it's it's literally not it's not in the constitution like it's not in the constitution either that you have to wear clothes but you fucking wear them because it's disgusting if you don't it's also disgusting if you don't wear a mask now because like, even if you think you don't, you're still spitting on people, like, when you talk. You're still freaking... I know so many people that have coughed and sneezed in my vicinity, and I guess it's, like, now that I'm more, like, alert to it, but it's just, like, nasty when people just, like, sneeze right in their hand or, like, cough right in their hand and then, like, wipe it on whatever. It's, like... I was at BJ's yesterday, and I straight sneezed into my own mask. That's equivalent to, like... Shitting your pants. That's the point, though. Oh, I know. It's not the equivalent of shitting your pants. And then I'm just walking around with just a wet face. I, I don't know. Oh, I felt, boo-hoo. Would I you rather weird. have, would you rather have uh, lungs that feel like broken glasses in them? No. Okay, then. All right. So don't complain about a little, a little water droplet in your mask. You know, given these times, shit's kind of weird, so... The song that I decided to choose this week is called Planet Earth by the homie Kari off his new project called This Is Weird. Everything's fucking weird. Where are we going this weekend? Are we, got, are we doing anything good? Um, My grandma's house. Yeah, Fourth of July is coming up, so be safe at all those barbecues. Have a barbecue for two, you know? Don't go anywhere. And if you are going to go somewhere... Just be safe. I wouldn't go to Florida or Texas, though, anytime soon. I'd consider Just as a warning. Yeah. I wouldn't go to Florida. It's always like a... It always kind of feels like a chore just to go to Florida anyway. I find it hilarious that people still, like, go to Florida when they literally had that thing that was like, type your name in in Florida, man, in your birthday, and see what comes up. It's And it's like the most ridiculous shit. I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's what Florida is. Like, holy shit. Keep nice them numbers down, retire. Mass. Nice place to retire. Uh, yeah, keep them numbers down, Mass. Keep doing your thing. We're doing the shit right up here. Yeah, we are. We'll wear, be wear we'll be masks. back. Yeah. So, enjoy this track, Planet Earth by Kari off This Is Weird. It's iPower and Ali No Boat. We out. Hey, also, uh, email us. <laughs> back on Planet Earth. I think we've all been conditioned Too many oxy prescriptions I do not trust politicians Back on planet Earth Kids doing drills for a shooter Kids should be worried about a tutor I'm spending too much money on these Ubers Back on planet Earth I gotta watch for the police I gotta watch for my homies I don't think anyone knows me Back on planet Earth 
I cannot help being honest. Feels like the end is upon us. I gotta call back my mama. Back on planet Earth, feeling like goddamn a verse. Digging deep as a can of worms. Used to reach with a hand to burn. I really can't handle germs. Spaced out like Captain Kirk, cause my mama didn't have to work. Saved up for a couple months, went back to the store, but they didn't have the shirt. That's a metaphor for life, shit ain't going right. I get mortified. Swing my sword at night, I record the swipes, you enjoy my ply. We all got perception addictions. I bought 350 followers, flexing like I'm on some big shit. Niggas sell God to their followers, keep all the profits and swing some Christians. Ask yourself, are you getting ahead or just getting some head to find faithful? Well, I guess. Everybody's depressed, so prescribing they meds, I'm no angel. I think we've all been conditioned. Too many oxy prescriptions. Do not trust politicians. Back on planet Earth. Kids doing drills for a shooter. Kids should be worried about a tutor. I'm spending too much money on these Ubers. Back on planet Earth. I gotta watch for the police. I gotta watch for my homies. I don't think anyone knows me. Back on planet Earth. I cannot help being honest. Feels like the end is upon us. I gotta call back my mama. Back on planet Earth. Took a fucking litmus test. Saw a new movie, wasn't too impressed. Would do anything for the bluest check. And the end was the purpose you serving. Do you want to be upset to solve the problems you point out? You shooting out words, writing blurs, how absurd until you are the one with the gun out. Hope they don't dig up my old tweets. What happened to having the old me? Would you happen to have a place you can go quietly? Fuck yourself, acting so holy. Yeah. Are you getting ahead or just getting some head to find faithful? Everybody's depressed, so prescribing they meds, I'm no angel. I'm spending too much money on these Ubers. I gotta watch for the police, I gotta watch for my homies. I don't think anyone knows me. I cannot help being honest. Feels like the end is upon us. I gotta call back my mama.